0: what's going on will freeman revolutionary lifestyle design.com talking to you today about why the blue ocean strategy is bullshit okay a few exceptions to that you're going to hear them at the end of the video so listen before you comment on that and tell me why you think the blue blue ocean strategy is great okay because i'm not dogmatic I always have the exceptions in there and basically what i want to do starting off is tell you what the blue ocean strategy actually is it comes from a book of the same name um but starting a business in a market with no competition, okay? Author, I'm sure, is perfectly well meaning and it's a great idea to be able to do that. Um, my problem just comes with the execution, okay? Plenty of successful entrepreneurs who built massive markets, guys like Steve Jobs and guys like Mark Zuckerberg. Problem is, the difficulty and the probability is off the charts. Um, Because the failure rate for businesses, depending on who you listen to, is is already 90% on the high end, 60% on the low end over a 10-year period. Okay. And that, I mean, it's already difficult enough just to start a business, whether it's a Subway franchise, whether it's a service business, whether it's a product business, just to make a business successful and continue to expand over 10 years is already difficult enough. All right. And depending on who you listen to, uh, you know, only five to thirty percent of businesses make over six figures. So the businesses that do succeed, the vast majority of them are, are small, probably one person sole proprietorships, one man bands, um, making less than six figures. Okay, because entrepreneurship is is no joke, um, and I can tell you that attempting to start a blue ocean business is only going to make that harder on you. Okay. And I'm speaking to, you know, if you already have a business, um, I'm still speaking to you. If you're already successful, um, that, that still applies because a blue ocean business is an untested market. That's why there's no competition because the market doesn't exist. You have to, uh, create that market. That's, that's, that's really what it is. Um, and for every Facebook that creates a new market, there are a million failures. um, I'd love to be able to invent the next Uber. The second I heard about that, I thought that's brilliant. That's gonna put taxis out of business. The same thing with Airbnb, brilliant. Gonna put, it won't put hotels out of business probably, but it's significantly cutting into them as competition. But the, the odds of me inventing an Uber would be the same odds of me being a movie star, which also I would like. But again, to be telling people to pursue that, something that is so low probability I feel like that is not the most the best move. I want to be able to give the vast majority of you guys listening to this the highest probability chances to earn that um six to hopefully seven figure income. Okay. Um your and 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 I spent a lot of money and time trying to reinvent the wheel on my tech startup. Okay. And I'll tell you, we we didn't make a dime off that. The vast majority of um businesses in our accelerator. Didn't make any money. There was one buyout, and it was basically a five hundred thousand dollar aqua hire to get the developer. That's an acquire hire. They all got paid out five hundred grand for three years' work. That's five hundred grand pre tax, and the developer basically got a job out of it. Um, they, they really wanted. They wanted some of the code, and they wanted the developer. But there were no success stories. Uh, I don't think that accelerator exists anymore now. That's not across. That's in Canada. I mean, uh, Y Combinator has a ton of successes, but that is already recruiting the cream of the crop of the best potential startups in the world, um, and and working from there. But for most guys, um, you're 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 going to spend a fortune in time and money reinventing the wheel. I also spend a a, a fortune time and money on on trying to develop dumb product businesses that weren't quite reinventing the meal the wheel but it was like businesses that i would have you know no place I i should have had no place in because i didn't know what i was doing 10 years ago okay so your best bet is a successful business um that has a potential to six to seven figures is is a service business in a proven market that's my opinion okay and you can check out my article on 31 six figure service businesses or the video on youtube and you can get six figures out of the vast majority of online businesses and seven figures out of some if you scale and team build. Like it would be pretty hard to get more than six figures out of a um copyrighted business because it's so time intensive. And even getting to six figures is gonna be a lot of your time. Um it's a lot of grunt work to get to seven figures. You'd need to scale into a staff and a team and payroll and all those things. Um But but you know, when it comes to just pure highest probability of seven figures, the big three are, are real estate insurance and financial services. Now, I think financial services is kind of grimy because putting people into stocks, I think, you know, if you check out my video and article on why stock, the stock market won't make you rich, like most people don't have any business being into these instruments that um, these financial advisors, just sales guys are, are putting them into. Not all, I mean, some, some are selling, index funds or they're selling you know some type of retirement planning that's that's some some somewhat ethical or or ethical i don't want to throw everyone on the bus i just think that that a lot of that industry is is has some grimy stuff in it um but regardless those are the big three in terms of making seven figures now you're probably gonna have to work a sales job for somebody who's already established in in one of those industries to learn the ropes um, to be able to train on their dime, to be able to uh, learn to sell if you if you don't know how to sell, because that's the biggest skill. Okay, it's not it's not a blue ocean business. It's learning how to get really good at sales. Because even if you have an online service business and your leads come to you through the internet, most of the time you're gonna have to close those people on the phone. Okay, and you're you're gonna have to know how to sell regardless. So that's, that's the key ingredient. I've got a book, how to sell, you can check it out. com forward slash products. The best training was, you know, the same training that I went through, which is getting a sales job. Um, ideally you do it much smarter than I did in an industry that you want to be in anyways, like real estate. Uh, one of my young readers got, got a real estate job at 18. I think he was the youngest agent in his state. Um, and he's going to be well positioned to to either sell real estate on his own or really do whatever he wants. Um, I think for a lot of guys, that's a much better move than university. You know, by the time you your friends are getting out of school and a ton of debt and and having partied their way through it, you know you've had four years of sales experience. You have no debt. You have income. You have sales skills. After four years in in like a an outbound sales job. Even if you hate that industry, real estate or whatever, you, you can go and and build any service business, up to six figures for sure. Um, you know, when when you can sell, you've got probably one of the most marketable skills in the world. Okay, um, and and even in some of those sales jobs, you're gonna be, you know, you can be making more than most entrepreneurs. You know, like my friends back home, I'll make more than six figures in sales. Um, you know, guy's making 250K. is pretty standard once once you've been in at, at a company for a while and you've, you know, you've moved up. You've acquired books as people got fired. Um, or you maybe moved into management. Now, look, I wouldn't want to spend my life in sales. I'm definitely not, you know, management is definitely easier than being on the floor. And I'm thankful every day that I, I don't have a sales job anymore. Um, but I'm saying from a financial perspective, like a good salesman is going to make more than like, 90% of entrepreneurs because um, he's already in a vehicle that's successful and, and you know has a proven strategy. But um, much, much more effective in terms of uh, beating the failure rate for entrepreneurship is, is a service business, especially, especially, especially if it's your first business. Okay, if you've been an entrepreneur for 20 years, it's a different story. Even then, I'd probably lean away from trying to reinvent the wheel. Okay, you could you could test your hand at a product-based business when you have the money. Okay. But the reinvent the wheel, there's only a couple types of people who I think that's the right move for, uh, which I'll get to in a second. So the 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 idea behind the blue ocean strategy is you don't want to be you want to be first to market, you know, which comes from the book, The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing, where if you're not first, you're last, and you want to be in a in a business with with no competition which is great, okay? But it's it's a completely untested market. Um, the markets that are competitive are competitive because there's a ton of money out there. Real estate is a trillion dollar industry, you know, multiple trillion dollar industry. There's a ton of money out there. It doesn't matter that there's a ton of agents out there. There's a ton of agents out there because there's so much money out there. All you have to do is be better than those guys, sell harder, service your clients better, um, you know, aim aim to be the best. Yeah, it's competitive, but you know what? Um, anything that's 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 it, if it was easy, everyone would have that that financial lifestyle that they wanted. Um, even if you are first to market in something, it doesn't mean that that's you're going to own that that niche. There's a ton of businesses that died in the tech boom in 1999. That that might have been before Google. Um, you know, search engines before Google e-commerce stores before Amazon. So even in that deal, um, it doesn't mean it's not gonna get competitive, okay? You're always gonna be dealing with competition and it's about modeling success and getting ready to wake up and go in and and, um, expand and do better, okay? Um, So like if you go hard and you service the AT double hockey stick out of your clients, master branding, marketing, advertising, you stay on your game, you're spending like a, an hour and a half a day on your education. Um, you're learning everything you can, you're you're making more cold calls, you're 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 doing everything better, you're gonna succeed, period. Okay. And there's always gonna be room for that. There's always gonna be room for guys who are willing to do that. Because most people aren't. Most people, you know, they they get to that increased level of resistance, increased level of pain. They're like, you know what, this isn't worth it. And they give up. And that's why the bulk of those businesses fail. Um, it's, it's, you know, people giving up even, even if, if, even if they're in the wrong, the right market. Okay. Because it's difficult, but it gets easier over time. So the other thing, the other problem with these uh, blue ocean businesses is you can't model successful people. Yeah. You can go back and model titans of industries who've changed and created a market, but you can't model someone who's successful. If you want to sell real estate, you can, you can get my book, you can go get Grant Cardone's training um, for sales, which is broad training. But now with YouTube and everything and all these micro businesses, you can, you can go read books on specifically on real estate sales. You can, you know, there's a ton of guys on YouTube who are, who are doing, you know, real estate sales, real estate sales gurus. So it's like, like micro niche and like broken down to, you know, minute levels for you. Um, And this didn't even exist 10 years ago. Otherwise my learning curve would have been way shorter. You know, you guys are coming up now with, with all this stuff on YouTube and it's like it's it's the 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 greatest equalizer of all time. You can see exactly how to build a real estate, um, you know, sell sell real estate and make six to seven figures by guys who've who've done it and you know, they didn't do it forty years ago. You're not reading a book from the seventies, you're reading, you know, and listening to guys who've specifically done it. Like you can get general stuff from me, but you can you can go ahead and get like step-by-step-by-step, by step by step, you know, whether it's courses or whether it's listening to the guy's YouTube videos. Yeah, I mean, not everyone is created equal. Not all these guys are, are good or super ethical, but there are enough guys out there for you to literally get like a micro details um, game plan and model someone who's already done it, um, which is super cool. So, is, you know, it's a great time to be an entrepreneur or wanna be an entrepreneur. Um, and you can't do that in a blue ocean business. You can't model success. And 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 you don't want to spend your life savings in a year of your time on on product development to find no demand for your products, and that your your blue ocean strategy was actually a mirage in the desert. You you were you were wandering through the desert and you saw this blue ocean, and the blue ocean turned out to be a mirage. Okay, we 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 spent like a year on development and all these things in our tech startup, and it was like nobody wanted to buy it. Okay. And we, we put the marketing out there and the marketing was break even. Now, look, our developer, we, we had some shots, some guys that wanted to buy our company, but in, you know, in between those our developer ran off um, cause he wasn't super accountable. Again, that's another factor because in those types of businesses, you're probably going to need partners as, a, as opposed to service businesses, which, which you can go at as a sole proprietor. Um, but the big thing was like, you know, it takes a while to get that product to market when you're trying to reinvent the wheel and you don't know if there's a, a market, right? And you can double a, a lot of money and a lot of time only to find out, hey, people aren't interested in this thing. You know, it's a big gamble. Um, that being said, there's two exceptions to the Blue Ocean strategy. One, you're already a wealthy and successful entrepreneur, okay? Even better if you're a wealthy and successful entrepreneur who is in a venture capitalist firm, okay? Like the guys who funded... Airbnb and Facebook, the venture capitalists, they're an exception. Perfect. Okay, they've already succeeded in tech sales. They've got a lot of money. They can take a lot of shots with a lot of these different companies, um, and they can already s- select for the cream of the crop. You know, they get the you know the, some of these venture capitalists in, in Silicon Valley can literally look at the hundred best startup ideas in the world and choose three to invest in that year. Okay. If that's you, you definitely can um succeed with the blue ocean strategy. If you're a wealthy and successful entrepreneur, um but not a venture capitalist, you can take a shot at it if you think you have a great idea because you have the cash flow to shake it off, you know. You want to put 500 grand into something, you know, when you're worth 5 mil and you've got 2 to 3 um income producing vid- uh vehicles giving you, you know, 70,000 a month or whatever. Sure, you can take that shot. Um, you also can, can um, you know, be able to fund it without having to go through investors and that whole dog and pony show. Um, you're, you're also not going to have to do the grunt work yourself because you can hire a team. You can hire good programmers. Um, money and uh, money and and being a veteran entrepreneur who, who who's who's been through the fires and has succeeded uh, would be the the first exception of people. Um, who can take a shot at this, but even then it's like probably not a shot as your sole business. It's not like you, you just close up shop on everything else, but you know, um, so, so that would be one. And the other one would be, uh, if you have an exceptional IQ and rock star programming skills, like the programmer that I worked with in my tech startup. Now he went off to get a $75,000 job, but that kid should be worth $10 million if he actually had a work ethic and accountability. Um, because he did have that IQ, top of his class at one of the top Canadian universities, and had rockstar programming skills. We couldn't replace him when he left. Um, same thing with Mark Zuckerberg, same thing with Bill Gates at the time, same thing with not Steve Jobs per se, but um, Steve Wozniak. So all those guys who who, who created those machines and those, those Blue Ocean strategies. Um, doesn't have to be programming skills, but just you know, if you're going into a different niche, but that exceptional IQ is is a big one. Okay. I don't have it. I couldn't program a, a microwave, you know, set the time on it. It's not my, it's not my deal. Um, but, you know, if you do I actually did a video on that, how to tell if you're exceptional. Um, and I guess also, you know, if you have that exceptional IQ, maybe you don't have the programming skills, but you have your family comes from money and you have a lot of connections um you know a few of those tech tech entrepreneurs did did fit that mold um but but that would be really it it would be like you know previous success on a on a quite a large level or you know a lot of money and connections or you know super high iq with with either rockstar programming skills or like one like rock star ability um in an area that's like very niche, and I'm not even talking about like you're a rock star salesman. I'm talking about some rock star like you know, like super niche thing that's basically genetically based. Um, that that it, it's just going to be very hard for anyone else to match you in that area. Um, so that's it. Just one last thing to talk about now. Well, it's not a blue ocean strategy. I have a client in a service business in a relatively new and like burgeoning market. Um, He's actually leading that market and making a killing, you know, and if you can find a market like this, you found the best of both worlds. It's not a blue ocean strategy, but it is a newer market. Um, there is competition. There's always going to be competition there, there, but you have to be careful with that because it, it it is still more of a gamble in the sense of will it, will this market be enough for six to seven figures? Um, in the case of my client it definitely is but you have to be careful with that probably better to, for the for your first business to stick to the script of, of the stuff that's proven almost certainly better um, but it is an option the other option if you want to reduce competition is to niche niche down your market like let's say you have a marketing company for example um, which is tons of competition in that but you want to niche that down so you you become the dental marketing company. And your website is dentalmarketing.com. Your YouTube channel is dentalmarketing.com. When you're calling dentists um, in your area, it's, it's you know, we're dentalmarketing.com or whatever. Also easier because like you'll have the um, the ads already ready. You know, you're, you're gonna know the niche a lot better. You're gonna know the sales script a lot better, specifically for dentists. Um, I'm not saying that's right for everyone. Sometimes it's it's it better to go broad, depending on I guess what your goals are. But I'm just saying that is an option if we're talking about like uh, restricting competition and what is like a big enough market, then you can niche down. Um, I, I I would much prefer that that you do that than than trying to invent a market, uh, reinvent the wheel. Um, if you don't fit those exceptions, I, I truly believe it's going to cost you a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of headaches, and it's not the best way to go. Okay. That being said, if you want more help, holler to boy revolutionary lifestyle slash coaching, uh, on expanding your business, um, check out my product, how to sell, or just keep watching these free YouTube videos. Just make sure to subscribe and hit that little bell to get notifications whenever I have a new video out. Much love to you. Wish you all the best.